from the studios of Onstage Blog, this is the Box Office Preview Podcast. My name is Greg Earhart, your host for this week. Joining me today, my co-host, he misses reviewing new releases so much, he has already issued several one-star reviews against <laughs> the coronavirus. It's on screen <laughs> chief film critic, Ken Jones. Ken, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm trying to debate whether coronavirus or Johnny Depp movies get uh, lower ratings. Oh, 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 wow, wow, yeah. poor Johnny don't, Depp, oh, poor Johnny a, Depp. Hey, you know a what? box don't, office star back in they, the day. Maybe don't make Pirates of the Caribbean 5. You know? <laughs> That's true. That's true. You, you, you think uh, they're going to eventually make Pirates 6, 7, and 8. You think he's coming back for that? Maybe he's like the elder statesman or oh, like 100%. Yeah, he's like the 80 year old pirate, you know, maybe the villain of the movie, perhaps, you know, just to keep the character going. Die here or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, let's get we're back this week. Um, you know, we're we're still living in the age where there's no new releases, and I think we're gonna be saying that for quite a few weeks. And uh, we're gonna be coming back every week to discuss the latest in movie news and just talk movies with you. So thank you for joining us uh, on the agenda today. We're gonna discuss Wonder Woman uh, being pushed back uh, to August 14th and all the implications there. We have results from the sur- the C don't see survey that we put out. That are some very interesting results that Ken and I will uh, will review. We're going to talk about uh, my thoughts as well as Ken's thoughts on the Invisible Man. I had a chance to see that this past weekend, uh, and then we have a round of uh, tough choices. So last week I gave Ken a list of ten tough choices for him to pick from. Uh, this week is going to give me ten tough choices. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. <laughs> Ken has vowed to make me cry during this. He's been vowing <laughs> this all week over chat. So I have been very much looking forward to this yeah. all so, week long. I have been promising mailbag questions. If we uh, if we're not running long this segment, we will get into a couple. We will uh, dig into the mailbag. If not, we will do it next week. I promise you. Uh, let's start. Let's start off talking about Wonder Woman. So we we've been waiting to see what was going to happen with this. And now that uh, Black Widow was moved back, and again, basically most of May. Wonder Woman was now like the next uh, landmark to see, you know, was this going to hold the line? Did the movie, did they think possibly we'd be back in business you know, by June? But this was a big one. Um, so Wonder Woman was slated for first week of June. It has been pushed back to August 14th. Uh, I'm almost certain this is the biggest movie to ever come out <laughs> uh, the second week of August. You know, usually. <laughs> You know, mid-August to like Labor Day weekend is is like really a pretty quiet period for the movies. Um, so it was if if they're going to try and do it in 2020, it was pretty much one of the only weeks left they could put it. So interesting for um, for for DC and Warner Brothers to you know to push this out uh, in the middle of August. Now it's Wonder Woman. It's a sequel. It's going to do well no matter. It's I think it's one of those movies. It's going to do fine no matter when it's right, released. No matter where it is. Yeah. But one of the implications of this, so so we both agree. We think box office is fine. I, I'm not even sure I changed my box, box office prediction much, for, compa- predicting what it would be in June versus what it would do on August 14th. I mean, maybe like 5 to 10% lower, maybe. But. Yeah, I mean, just because if it, if it does end up coming out in August, um, I mean, depending on what happens with like school years and everything sure. yeah. and the summer, like you could see like, I know I know a lot of like the big releases usually make the majority of their money in the first couple of weekends. Right. But it, it probably wouldn't have that like kind of tail of, you know, just racking up like a couple extra thirty to forty million mm-hmm. in, on the tail end of it. Yep. 
So one of the other implications is what happens with Black Widow? Because this was one of the weeks that was kind of open for Black Widow to go into. Now, there's a couple... Now, Disney has a couple advantages in that. It can just move some... You know, it can move Free Guy, for example. You know, Mm -hmm. Free Guy is slated for, I think, July 4th weekend or that week. Um, It could... I mean... Black Widow is more important than Free Guy, um, so it could it could easily move that or some of its other movies. But let's you know, assuming the rest of the schedule is intact, there's not really much else for Black Widow to go. As we discussed last week, I, I think they have to keep the Eternals where it is in first week of November, and mm-hmm. that pretty much means Black Widow has to drop somewhere, someplace, sometime. You know, between now and. I mean, dare I say it, like mid-September? I think even mid-September maybe. is pretty close. I think that might be a little bit no, uh, too close. Yeah, I mean, my idea last week was maybe maybe you try to put it out Labor Day weekend and own the month of September. <laughs> but, yeah. I, well, I mean, it's not even if it's not Labor Day, but like the second weekend yeah. or whatever. Yeah, um, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I think it's kind of interesting. Like, so far, Wonder Woman is the latest movie that's been pushed back, right? There hasn't been anything that was scheduled to be released uh in, so in the later height, I mean, yeah technically in the heights i think it was coming out a couple weeks later uh oh, okay they haven't announced when that's going they just said yeah that's been indefinitely like yeah it kind, of, it kind of feels like this one was done with the uh under the the current framework of where everybody was kind of saying things might not get back to normal until mid-july uh where they were talking mm-hmm. about like three or four months kind of shutdown of everything Right, right. Um, and and you know, <laughs> who knows if that's accurate or not? You know, depending on how the next like couple of weeks go. Yeah. So now you know again, as far as tentpole movies, now the next ones to watch are the July releases. Uh, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, oh, there was um the Minions movie got pushed back, and that was a July. That was an early July okay. uh, release. Okay. But, but Free Guy is still there. Tenant. Which is mid July. That's still there. So those are kind of the two movies to watch now. In yeah. terms of, do they stand stand pat? Uh, I think. Oh, of course we have. Um, oh gosh, um, the air, uh, the Top Gun, the Top Gun movie. That's uh, that yeah, the first week of July, Maverick. Yeah. So mm-hmm. or, that might be technically the last week in June. So that's still standing as of now. And from a movie student point of view, I mean, again, I think it makes sense for Wonder Woman if like. If they're a little worried about Black Widow, like say moving back into mid-August, like they maybe they want that weekend for themselves. Yeah, but maybe yeah, kind of yeah. like a um, preemptive strike. Right, right. You know, if that's really important. Um, if you're in the other movies, I think you're almost like, oh look, if I have to move, I'm screwed anyway. So it might as well just kind of wait and see how this coronavirus goes, and maybe theaters start opening up again, you know, and uh, or at least in limited capacity or you know, fifty percent, you know, um, audience levels or whatever. So uh, we will continue to monitor the news. Uh, as of now, that is the latest Wonder Woman slated for August fourteenth. Ken, we put out yes. a survey. <laughs> we put out a survey. A CDC ah, that's something we were going for. Okay. <laughs> was there anything else you wanted to get into? No, no, no. I, I, I was, didn't have a good transition. Yeah. No, it's but, fine. I, I was yeah. wondering if we were going to uh, your tough choices, but uh, we'll, we'll save that for later. Yeah, we'll sa- we'll save tough choices for the end. Uh, I, I want to get into the survey. It's very Let's interesting. So we put out a C don't see survey across social media, and 
we had, uh, so we basically asked, we listed the top 15 actors and the top 15 actresses, you know, the best, the top, the biggest draws. Uh, and we asked you, the audience, uh, to please rate your, give them, score your C don't C's uh, for these actresses. And, you know, and it goes by the normal convention, our normal convention, negative three to positive three. And we said, if you don't know the actress or the actor, just give them a zero, because uh, obviously they're not going to move you one way or another if you don't know them. So, uh, Ken. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I have the results where I have the top five in score, and the score is calculated by a weighted average, you know, so it you know, calculates if you score them a three, then, you know, they, they, they get a three in their score. If they get a negative three, that subtracts their three and it aggregates across all the responses. Okay. So who do you think is in the top five in score? Top five scores. Yeah, and just for the audience, if you haven't seen the survey, these are the top actors. So we're talking, you know, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, we're talking Samuel L. Jackson. We have Sandra Bullock, Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, um, you know, Emily Blunt, Angelina Jolie, Kate Blanchett, Denzel Washington, Jennifer Lawrence. We have you know, all the top guys, Matt Damon, Will Smith, Mark Wahlberg, Joaquin Phoenix, Hugh Jackman, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds, Keanu Reeves. So just to give you a flavor of, of the names that are on there. All right. So top five guesses. Okay. I'm going to say The Rock. Go are ahead. you going to tell me if I'm right or wrong, or do I have to list off? Or do I have to give uh, you I will tell you right or wrong after each one. Okay. The Rock, okay. you are wrong. Ooh, Rock okay. 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 Uh, Leo DiCaprio. No, you're wrong. Wow. You're 0 for 2 so far. Dang. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Nope, 0 for 3. Wow. Mm. Hugh Jackman. 0 for 4. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I gotta get one. I gotta get at least one. Uh, do I play it safe and go with, like, Meryl Streep, or do I take a chance on uh, on someone else? Oh. Uh, Meryl Streep. Oh for five. Oh for five. All right, we'll go. Man, I do we'll not go. know our audience. <laughs> so we'll go from five up. So we Can had I try a five four. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's keep going. What if I go, yeah. if I go for ten? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, let's keep All going. Right. Get at least okay. the first one. Yeah. All right, Denzel. Nope. Oh for six. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Scarjo. Oh for seven. <laughs> Scarjo. You don't think Scarjo is going to be the top part? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to think anymore. I will tell you, there's only one woman rocked. in the top five. Oh, What's wow. That? I said I am rocked. I don't know what to. Uh, <laughs> uh, Keep going. You're 0 for seven. Let's see I'm how far right now. <laughs> Matt Damon. Oh for eight. Oh man. <laughs> mm, Charlize. Oh for nine. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think you just randomly you get it right, you get you get it at least one by now. This yeah. feels like uh, battleship. <laughs> you know? <laughs> F five. Miss. <laughs> you fail. You fail. Alright, uh, go on. Let's see. Go over ten. Come on. I gotta get I gotta get one. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a monkey t- picking randomly would have gotten one by. I know. Joaquin <laughs> uh, Phoenix. Oh, for ten. Uh, oh my god. 
right. We're going to spare the audience. I got to keep going. All right. So keep going. It'll be the last five you pick at this rate, but go ahead. Samuel L. Jackson. Ding, 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 hey! ding, ding. Okay. So he is third. He, he is third uh, in the top five. Wow. And at first he was surprised, but overall, I mean, again, he still has a high popularity score. I mean, who hates he's Samuel Jackson, right? He's in everything. Right. He's in everything. He's fun in everything except for the Star Wars movies where he's, for some reason, plays really solemn and you know serious and everything. But yeah, no, he's fun in everything he does. So he's three. So number five, we have a tie for fifth between Emily Blunt... Mm. And sadly, Keanu Reeves uh, tied for fifth. I yeah. thought about going with Keanu. <laughs> He's a popular man. I was surprised to see Emily Blunt on here. I um, I'm not. I, yeah, I just I did I didn't think uh, our audience would be as high on her as, as we are. We're both Emily Blunt fan, uh, Blunt she's been, fans. She's been killing it, and she's very versatile too. Yeah, yeah. There's so. all kinds of different roles. I mean, you're not surprised yet you didn't pick her, you know. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, I have I have no leg to stand on. Number four, Ryan Reynolds. Number four, mm-hmm. probably thanks to Deadpool and uh, yep. a couple other things he's done. Number three, we said Samuel Jackson. Number two, Mr. Tom Hanks. Number two, yep. still doing it after all these years. And number one. Do you want to give it a, just a final guess for number one? Based on these I, don't want to, I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> um, did, I, did I say Tom Cruise earlier? Uh, you did not, no. Is it, is it Tom Cruise? It is not Tom Cruise. Okay, no. I'm he's okay in, with whoever. He's in the Marvel Universe. Is it, is it Robert Downey Jr.? It is Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Number one. Yep. Yeah. Robert Downey. Which is interesting because it has not parlayed to any box office success outside of the Iron Man movies. He just did no. Doolittle, which bombed. Um, I well the, bombed the critically. Judge. Yeah, right. The judge, which did I thought <laughs> that was be much bigger than it was. It ended up like forty million. I'm surprised it didn't do more. Um, but Iron Man, he still holds high approval, I guess, with Avengers Endgame, how that ended, and obviously his Iron Man character is uh, spectacular. So, let's. Do you have any other reaction to the top five? Any surprises? I I think they ultimately make sense given the moment. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I, you're right. Now, the, now that you list them, it, it kind of makes sense. I'm surprised Hanks is still kind of second. I guess I was. I was surprised. I thought, yeah, I thought maybe his, you know, lack of uh, like big money making movies or roles in the last yeah. decade or so might have uh, made him dip a little bit. I guess his last movie is Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, and how can yeah. you go? <laughs> That's your last, you know, uh, thought of him. All right, let's get to bottom five. And bottom I hate to tell. I hate to tell you, you've already mentioned you, some of your guesses. Probably most of them. We're in the bottom five. Uh, like so quick. these are so these are these are minus ne- threes and minus twos. These are I'm staying the heck away. Yep. Okay. Before we get to that, can I can I guess who? I think you would you would mention who had the most zeros. Oh, you want to do that first? Okay. Can I guess? Can I guess who that was? Please, please do. Yes. Is is it someone that you're gonna delight in? Because it's someone that I'm a big fan of. Is it Saoirse Ronan? It sure is. Ah, I knew it. She, I believe, Come on, people. almost ninety percent of the responses had her as zero. Yeah. <laughs> Look, until she steps up to the plate, that's oh, what's going to happen. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. 
four-time Oscar nominee. Step up to the plate. Yeah, no way. Yeah, and tree falls and no one's there. Does it make a sound? No, it does not make a sound. All right, I'm glad we got this out of the system already. <laughs> All right, bottom five. Step up to Jean Grey in the Marvel X-Men movies. And no. Show. Seriously, okay. No, absolutely not. All right, um, bottom one. five. Bottom five. Tom just, Cruise? Let me just run through the neutrals just real quick because I think okay. it's interesting. So, second is Lupita Nyong'o. That was going to be my other guess. Yeah, that's a tragedy. Um, she's a great, not only a great actress, but a fun actress too. And uh, and if you don't know her, get to know her. So go see us. Um, you know, I'm just well, she wasn't really in Star Wars. She was a slave. She's tremendous in that as well. Um, but anyway, that's she should not she should not be that high in, in zeros. Yeah. Uh, next was Emma Watson, which is really surprising. I was also going to guess her too. Yeah, I just I just thought her being Harry Potter. Maybe we didn't I, ask enough Potterheads to take the survey. What about uh, what about Rose Byrne? Is she in there? Uh, not in the neutrals. No, okay, she's, good. She's in another list. Um, oh. <laughs> Scar- oh. ScarJo is number four, and then wow. and then Mark Wahlberg number five in the neutrals. Huh. Um, Scar- so a lot of women, a lot of women in the neutrals. Who's, uh, who's neutral on Mark Wahlberg? I know, I, right? That's yeah. kind of odd, right? Yeah, because I'm sure, like five years ago, he was definitely. We took the survey five years ago; he would not be neutral or just don't care one way or another. Okay, bottom five. Bottom five. Um, well, I'm going to say Rose Byrne. Yep, number four. Yep. <laughs> um, hmm. Will Smith. Nope. Okay. Um. This is also four actresses and one actor. Four women Ooh. in the bottom five. Wow. Why do why do our viewers listeners hate women? Cape <laughs> uh, Blanchett. Yes, that's a wow. shame. Wow, that's She's a shame. Great. Shame yeah. on you. Yeah. Shame no. on you, survey takers. <laughs> I hope whoever gets the twenty five dollar gift card did not put Cape Blanchett so at a negative three want- or negative two. So if you're listening to this and you put Kate, and you put Kate Blanche's a minus three or minus two, please write us and tell us why. We generally want yes. to know because she's that's perplexing. Yeah. Um, also, if you uh, put Saoirse Ronan as a neutral, go just just email me and just I'll give you props. Just you know, right live on the pod. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, all right. So Kate, <laughs> Kate Blanchett was number five. Roseburn number four. Number three is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is number one. He is wow. number one. Wow. The Tom that, Cruise hate is real. That's stunning. I, I don't I don't understand that. I mean, it, wow. it sort of makes sense. Maybe the mummy, like I don't know, did the mummy I just I guess is, yeah. piss everybody off? Um Maybe. so number three is Meryl Streep. I wow. Think she, I kind of see it. She's in everything. I think she wins it, you know, a million maybe nominations. Yes, yeah, maybe it's one of the nominations. Then. Yeah. yeah. I think people could be tired of her. That's I'm not All I'm right. not surprised about that. But they oh, love Tom yeah. Hanks, so there's good. We're, I, I, we're yeah. getting accusations of misogyny in our audience. I, I, I guarantee. Literally, number two. All right, number two. Let me guess. Okay. One more. Um, Angelina Jolie. Yes, Angelina Jolie. Wow. Okay. I think that makes sense. I mean, again, she's kind of. the, the only stuff she's doing is like Maleficent, and like you know, I think she's past her peak of doing. Interesting movies, fun, and yet fun she's going to be in the Eternals this fall. She is, I know, right, right. So, well, we'll see, we'll see if she turns that around. Um, so once again, we thank you all. Um, we did uh, pick our winner in a random draw today, and the winner has been notified. Uh, we're not going to make um, 
we have only have the email address. We're not going to make that public. Uh, but so congratulations to the winner. Uh, following sweepstake rules, if you do want to know the winner, uh, you can email us on Sage Bop, and we will uh, disclose via email the um, the winning email address uh, to you if you're interested. So, uh, yeah, so overall interesting survey. We may do another one in the coming months. I think I want to do a director one, a mm. little director seat and see. Uh, we wouldn't do 30. I think we'd probably do 10 to 15, and, uh, and maybe disclose the results. We'll see. So stay tuned uh, for news on that. Uh, okay. I think uh, anything else you wanted to mention on that, Ken, before we get no, to this uh, Yeah, again, um, shame on you for whoever <laughs> put Kate Blanchett so low. Yeah, really. We got to yeah, we're shame, <laughs> shame. So let's get to Invisible Man. So we discussed uh, last week how it was coming on video on demand uh, for 19.99 rental. I told you how excited I was uh, to see it. Uh, I had this past weekend was my 10 year inter- wedding anniversary with my wife. Um, we had plans to uh, get away for the weekend. We could not do those plans because of the quarantine and the stay at home orders. So we stayed in, uh, and we decided to watch Invisible Man for our, for our anniversary. Very and, romantic. Well, look, <laughs> well, sir, you, you tell me what we should have done. <laughs> six year old. I'm just saying, it's tenth anniversary. Uh, you know, a horror thriller about domestic disturbance <laughs> or domestic violence. I mean, look, we, we both enjoy a good horror thriller. What can I, what can I say? It's what makes marriage, uh, you know, so good. So it keeps the spark alive. I guess that, that's right. So, um, <laughs> so we, uh, so we watched Invisible Man. Uh, we both, we both impressed ourselves. We both stayed up for it, uh, for the entire thing. And we did because we both thought it was effing awesome. <laughs> uh, terrific movie. Um, it was <laughs> so much was good about it. Like I just, I thought the script was really brilliant. I thought, you know, I, I heard in advance that this was going to be different the way that the Invisible Man is framed as a villain versus previous Invisible Man movies where they're either an anti-hero or even the hero if you go back to, like, right. the Claude Rains movies. But, I mean, this is a true... I, I, I told I told my wife at the time, it had a feel of, like, a paranormal activity movie, particularly in the first half. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's, I got you, yep. You know, the camera panned very slowly, you know, mm-hmm. and, you, and you're looking to see, oh, is there a disturbance? Is there, is there a sign yeah. of it? It's lingering uh, on like empty space, yeah. right? But the but the difference is, like in paranormal activity, the spirits they don't mind making a big splash. You know, a door can swing wide open. You know, at any moment or something goes crazy. But in this movie, the Invisible Man doesn't want to be seen like at all. You know, so it's the the movements that may or may not happen are so subtle, you know, or very, very subtle. Cause again, he's trying to, you know, be going totally unnoticed. And I thought that was really ingenious to, um, mm. to, to leverage that as a suspense tactic. Um, but overall, I mean, again, it was just the tension, particularly in the first two acts when you almost think you're going crazy, like Elizabeth Moss's character is. And then, you know, when I'm getting to spoilers here. So if you haven't seen it, you may want to, uh, skip ahead a few minutes. Press pause. Uh, spend the mild... 1999 and then come back to us. <laughs> right, mild spoilers because I'm not. It's a, not really spoiling much, but um, but like when when she finally discovers the Invisible Man, you know, um, in that scene, you know, Ken. Oh yeah, <laughs> in that scene, in the house. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like it was the one, just... the one with the guy in the, in the place and the thing. 
doing the stuff. <laughs> right, right. But the first moment when she when she finally truly catches the Invisible Man, when it's like right. it confirms. Oh her man, yeah. it's a tremendous, yeah, 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 yeah. tremendous moment because the, you're, the you're talking about the, yeah, you're, you're talking about the scene that uh, this doesn't give away too much. It involves a cell phone. Yes, yes, yeah. correct. The cell phone scene. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, yeah, just a tremendous reveal of the boogeyman Perfect. that the movie had the patience to sort of wait, yeah. wait, and wait to to get that reveal. I I want to ask you. So, um, so again, I thought the first two acts were amazing. Um, you know, again, it, it's it's a thriller slash horror. It's not it's not really in the horror camp. It's more than just a thriller. You know, so it definitely has legit scares in it. Um, it there's not many, if hardly any, jump scares in it, which is good because I think jump scares are overused. Um, this is a truly tense, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, the soundtrack is really good. I really, I, I looked through that and picked out a couple. I think standout, uh, really kind of, you know, hammers home the menace that the Invisible Man is. I wanted to ask you a couple of things, Ken. And, and now we're 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 getting a little bit spoiler spoiler here. Sure. Did it did it make sense to you that the Invisible Man was as strong as he was? Because the actors playing the Invisible Man are not particularly big guys yeah so like but he was like walloping people like twice his size well i mean there is the <laughs> element of surprise you yes. know when you can't yes. uh it, they talk about like um in sports like the hardest hits are the ones that you don't see coming mm-hmm. so i mean it, it also it's a movie it's it's you know um it's, you can't well, have him be like a scrawny little well, it's funny. Little guy. you know, it's funny because, like, I don't know if the technology they used to explain how the invisibility works would truly work. But I, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief right. on that because it's sort so, of necessary. But I think well, maybe the suit. Uh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Maybe the suit uh, gives him like extra strength or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, but they don't <laughs> mention that. I mean, that's not they happening. don't. Yeah, right, right. So I don't know. It's something that kind of bugged me, especially towards the end when he's beating up the cop. Um, yeah, I was just like, because that cop's a big guy, you know. Right, but he also like he slugging. can't see where this guy is coming from, and he can't grab him to like put his arms around him. And... But remember, throwing a punch is really hard. It's not like anybody can like throw a punch that like that clean cold. You know, you have to have practice in it as well as you know have some muscle behind it. Wow. Uh, so what what week of the night is your Fight Club, Greg? Look, what happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club. But I wanted to ask, so I wanted to ask you about so a guy mentioned like the first two acts I thought were really good. The last act I thought was fine. I thought it was a little. I don't think it was quite as good. Uh, if I had to grade, I would say like you know three and a half to four stars for the first two acts, and the last act was like three stars. You know something like that. So I think a definite step down. Uh, what did you make of the last scene and how it ended um, at at dinner? Yeah, at the, at the guy's house. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, I thought that, um, yeah, I, I, hard to talk about without giving away too much there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought Elizabeth Moss. So Elizabeth Moss, I thought was really good in this movie. Um, oh yeah, she's I, great. She's great. And I take issue with how she acted in the last scene. I'm not sure she acted with enough self-doubt as uh as a character oh, i don't think she had any her. i don't think she had any any doubt in the mo- in that scene no i agree with that i don't no, think I, she was, i don't necessarily think she was supposed to 
Yeah, I disagree with that. I don't know. I don't know if the character being all that she went through with all the doubt problems, esteem problems she had for, you know, years and stuff, being in an abusive relationship. I don't know if she doesn't have even a 10 second period where she's doubting herself, whether, you know, just based off of what this guy's doing and, you know, what he's telling her and stuff. Like, he, she's think- totally calm, cool, and collected in that and in control. And I don't. I don't know if that was believable from my, uh, my end, just watching her th- development, the entire arc. I think, I think because so much of the movie is about like, you know, gaslighting her basically and, yeah. and yeah. making her doubt herself. And she still, um, she still before the very end is vindicated in her belief. Uh, I, I believe the whole movie is kind of building toward that moment of her having the courage of her convictions to, mm-hmm. Mm. To you know, stand by her beliefs and, and and follow through. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Do we think, um, <clears throat> based on how it ended, so like past the dinner scene, mm-hmm. do we think? <laughs> so do we think it's building towards once again the Universal Monster Universe where <laughs> <clears throat> someone else, the someone else becomes woman. the Invisible Man? Well, I mean, she takes the suit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's in the bag. They made a very clear point of showing that, you know. They, they did. didn't have I would, to. I would, I would say un- Yeah, I would I would say unlikely. <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> I do I, I do want to go back and see if this was always part of their plan to do the mummy first. I don't think it was. Cuz I from I cuz I was reading a little bit about it before I wrote my review about it on uh on the website and from what I gathered it looked like they they uh, basically bailed on all the universal monster uh, right. universe stuff and, and repackaged um, Invisible Man. And and this was... Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Lee Wannell was like, this was his whole, his whole plan for the story, which was totally different and separate from anything they oh, had. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with that. Like, I agree that this is a total repackaging, but whether like once the studio saw how good this could be, like, hey, let's just make oh, sure. Oh, so maybe like it. let's just okay, yeah, leave <laughs> the door just, just in case. You Don't know, completely that. shut the door on this one. Maybe <laughs> right. like we'll just we'll just float like maybe we'll float a Dracula movie in like <laughs> a year and a half and see how that one does. Well, I mean, they've already announced they're doing more of the... I mean, they're definitely going to take this approach to more of the Universal Monsters, like, you know, modernize. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, you know, maybe they do a bunch more individuals and then... I don't know. They they would need to redo The Mummy, too, then. (laughs) I told you, that's a senior citizen horror movie. That's it. It'd be great. It'd be great. All right, so if you have not seen it, go see it. Pay the nineteen if you can afford it. Pay the nineteen ninety nine. Um, it's it's well worth it, and uh, it's. I said I think it's I think it's one of not the best movie I've seen in the last six months at least. I think, um, yeah. So so go check it out. Um, let's get. I think it's time, Ken. Oh, is it time? It's time for tough it's choices. Time. Oh boy. All right. So last week I gave Ken ten. Tough choices where he had to pick um, just one. I gave him two choices, but and they could be directors, movie actors, really anything related to movies. Could be related, could not be. And I had to pick, you know, within five seconds. Usually, you know, just instinct, uh, which I'd rather instinct, have. Right now, yeah, we could and, do it. 
Yeah, we could Sorry. do it where it's like you if you pick one, the other disappears. Oh, you know, that's which what we're doing. Specific. Okay, all right. Yes, I, yes. Your game, your rules. We, we'll Whichever one you pick, the other one does not no longer exists for you. All right, so all memory like vanishes. Is it's that... it's gone. Okay, all right. It, it never happens. <sighs> okay, all right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you sure? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's okay, do it. let's let's. Uh, I'm gonna start you off with an easy one. Okay. All right. Yep. All the Spider-Man movies or all the Batman movies? Uh, all the Batman movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's another one that uh, I think you won't you won't mind having to make a choice here. Okay. Uh, but this is Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker or <laughs> Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Uh, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I was gonna say I'm going five. Star Trek so, five. Like, oh, that's <laughs> e- that's easy. <laughs> Uh, so which uh, one do you want to keep? Motion, or which one do you want to get rid of? Uh, motion picture or Rise of Skywalker? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, see, it's interesting. So there's no like altered history if like one disappears. So it's not like if I take away motion picture, Wrath of Khan never happens because but Wrath right. of Khan was sort of an overreaction to how motion pictures are seen. So Wrath of Khan, all that stays, right? We're just like plucking it and making it you're, disappear. You're stalling. Well, I'm clarifying. So I, 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 whenever we can involve Star Trek, I want to make sure you know. I'm very careful with how they choose. Um, I, I'm so I'm, I'm not only I, I don't like either of those movies, um, but Skywalker is such an abomination. I'm so mad. Like I'm not mad at motion picture. I know what they tried to do, but I'm truly mad at Rise of Skywalker. So that 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 goes. That disappears. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Braveheart or Goodfellas? Oh. Um, Oh, that's an interesting duo uh, mm. choice. Um, I would, I would pick Braveheart. Oh wow! So I do. goodbye, Goodfellas. I've seen Goodfellas enough. I, it's funny. I don't have an urge to rewatch that movie anymore. I've seen it a bunch of times, and it's a great movie. I just Braveheart. Nope. I can still rewatch Braveheart pretty, pretty easily. So. Okay. Here's the, uh, I believe the lone director question I have for you. Okay. Christopher Nolan or Quentin Tarantino? You know what's funny? We got a mailbag question of that same one. Did you yeah. write the mailbag question? I did not. <laughs> so I'm actually sort of prepared uh, for this. So because oh. I, so, I was thinking about my answer on this. And I want to hear yours, too. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is the better director, but I want... Well, now with, okay, this is Nolan movies? <laughs> all of his all of his movies. Okay. So it's Quentin Tarantino their, movies. Their filmography. Okay. Uh, then I'm picking Nolan. I'm picking, I'm picking Nolan mm. movies. Now, who do I think is better? Now, if I just say which which am I choosing? It's Tar- Tarantino is a better director. Uh, mm-hmm. They're both great directors, but if I'm choosing a movies, it's Nolan. All right. No, no then, tears yet. Come on, you no gotta tear, try hard. No tear. I'm saving the pain <laughs> for last. Uh, Margot Robbie or Jessica Chastain? Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Margot Robbie. Okay. Ben Stiller or Will Ferrell? Will oh, Ferrell, no question. Oh wow. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sly Stallone? The other disappears. So if Rocky, the other disappears. So we don't get Rocky movies, or if Arnold disappears, we don't get the Terminator. We don't get Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get Eraser either. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, or The Sixth Day. I gotta keep. Uh, I gotta keep Arnold. I have to. Okay. I have to, I have to keep Arnold. Yeah. I buy Rocky and Rambo. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And over Arnold. the top. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> All right. Here, here are the uh, here are the three. All right. All right. You ready? You ready? Okay. Kickboxer or face off? Oh, face off. No question. Yeah, oh, wow. Easy. Okay. Did you mean blood sport? Did I? Maybe. Blood sport or face off. Oh, God. Now you're going to make me cry. All right. Oh, man. Oh, geez. Yeah. Kickboxer. I'm not a huge fan. It's fine. Um, I had the wrong John Claude Van Damme <laughs> for you. I apologize. Oh, God. Uh, blood sport or face off. Blood sport off. or face off. Uh, uh, yeah. This is where the pain comes. Blood sport's meant too much to me. I got to keep it. Sorry, face off. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, Halloween or it? Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now here, this is the coup de gras. Been saw my masterpiece. <laughs> okay, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is this is your saw moment. Uh, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Okay. Or the Patriot. <sighs> means either Khan or Colonel Tavington right, no longer right. exists. Two, right, the two, right, two great villains of our time. That's right. uh, two of my favorite villain performances. <laughs> also two of my favorite leading man performances, too. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. You have to choose. I ha- oh, man. I, <laughs> I, I have to choose the, I have to choose the Patriot. I have to. Oh, sorry, wow. Star, sorry, Star Trek, too. No, it's you know what, uh, you know what Khan's doing right now? He's saying, I stab at thee. <laughs> that's right. From hell's heart, I stab, <laughs> I stab at thee. I spit my last breath. I know, Ricardo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but the Patriot is so... <laughs> oh, it's so freaking good. So, uh, which one so hurt... So, so, the Patriot. So, which one hurt the most? Uh, nah, you know... Making me choose between Bloodsport and Face Off is pretty vile. Um, it's it really it's uh, Face Off should be watched by everybody um, at least <laughs> once a year. It really should. Well, it it's, can't be anymore. Well, I know. I made it disappear, but it's just it's, no longer exists. I mean, it's two of the 1990s finest actors at the peak of their powers um, just going at each other <laughs> in the. Uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Against Bloodsport, but oh, it's, man. it's also Bloodsport featuring one of our finest actors. Right? <laughs> also, two people pick their powers. So, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty vile. It's pretty vile. There you go. Sorry, but I got your back, JCVD. Uh, J- JCVD. So, all, all right. right. Well, well, thank you, and I also hate you. Uh, so. <laughs> You're welcome. So yeah, we'll. Uh, I don't think this will be a weekly game. We want to keep this fresh, but we'll bring this back. Uh, we'll do another round of tough choices uh, point down the road. Uh, I, so I think we're running okay on time. So let's do a couple mailbag questions. All right. Uh, so Jared wrote about uh, asked us tough choices. Quentin Tarantino, Chris Nolan. Uh, what's your so what's so you heard my whoa, answer? What throwing you're throwing my sword back at me? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I think I'm with you. Um, I don't think I can live in a world without Christopher Nolan. Yeah, because because again, we also have to think about the future, right? And what yeah. the future is and we know Nolan does movies like Inception, like The Prestige, like Memento, and 
Uh, and Tarantino has totally unique movies too, but yes, he still, still might be obsessed with Western movies. So if like if Tarantino makes ten more movies, they might all still be westerns. <laughs> you know, so it's like okay, you know, maybe not. Whereas I think I have more faith that Nolan. I don't know how many more movies Nolan's going to do, but I just yeah. I love the spec. I'm, I have a soft spot in my heart for spectacle movies like that, yep. and uh, Nolan's the best at it right now. Yep, he is exactly. So yeah, so you and I are in alignment on that. Uh, next question. Uh, let's see. This is from this is from Tom. He says, "I'm just condensing this. Uh, what is what is your who is your highest C or don't see in the Marvel universe? I think he means what character is our highest C oh, or don't character? Yes, for me, for, hands today. down, today. hands for, down, not he, close. It's Spider Man. Really, Spider Man's always been my favorite. Okay, it's it's always been Spider Man." And who's your lowest? Now, who's your worst uh, see or don't see? Ooh, lowest. Hmm. Uh, come back to me on that one. Okay. So as of today, my highest, I think, is Doctor Strange, I have to say. Nice. I, um, I love the character, obviously, like uh, Cumberbatch as, as the actor behind him. Um, and I think with Doctor Strange, a character like him, you can go like any which direction. You know, you could, you know, you can see a world where he's like totally grounded and dealing with real life situation, or you can just go in the total fantastical realm. You know, which is where I imagine most of the story is going to be in the future. But I think it makes for an interesting story, and obviously, it's still a compelling character. My worst is a tie. And I'm just talking today. It's not true. You know, three years ago. It's a tie between Thor and Black Widow for me. Mm. Anyway, um, I, I think that the character of Thor has run its course. I'm just not interested in him as comic relief at this point. Um, I understand why they did it, and they had the actors capable of it, and I think they thought the character was too serious, you know, in the first couple of movies. But I'm just, for me, that's not a character I'm interested. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm good. If if you were to die, let's just say Endgame, I would have been fine with it. I would not have been. Fine. Now, does it have to be one of the main characters? In the MCU, or can it be like you know, like an Ebony Maw or something? Like <laughs> how, da- how dare you! <laughs> I'm just throwing out a hypothetical. <laughs> I would stick with the main character. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, then I would probably say, and I'm a big fan of most of these, but I guess Scarlet Witch just kind of like general indifference towards. Mm-hmm. See, that's interesting because I think I'm pretty high on her. I think there's there's still a lot of ways it could go with her character, um, and ironic, maybe uh, not a coincidence. She's also giving the Doctor Strange movie, so it might be also why I have a bias towards her. But but okay, so that's your lowest. So Scarlet. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, it's I'm kind of searching for like grasping for one. Yeah, but. yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Maria wrote in uh, tough choice. Daniel Day Lewis or Leo DiCaprio? Mm. I'm gonna say Leo just because of the uh, quantity over quality. So if I'm so, well, let's answer this two ways. So I mean, yeah, because Daniel Day Lewis's you know work is unassailable, right? And he, I think, if you match up their performances, his are probably He's probably got like the top two or three spots, at least. Right, right. But the cap is—it's kind of like comparing like a, you know, an NBA roster. Like, you know, the Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis. They're they're 
they have the top one and two in a matchup, but then like the other team might have like the next best like two to seven, right? right. Kind of thing. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with DiCaprio on that one. So as far as like if you need a star performance in a movie, the answer is DiCaprio. I think that's that's been proven, and I think DiCaprio is better at being a star. I think for like if you want a best actor, I think they're both really good, but I think DBL mm-hmm. is pretty. Oh good. yeah. Like I was, I, I'm watching There Will Be Blood right now, and I was thinking about like, could DiCaprio have done that role? Like, and I think he could have. It would have been different, and it would have had a different energy to it. Um, I think he could have done pulled it off, but not to the authenticity nor the scariness. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I would say that that Daniel Day Lewis is able to do, you know, with the character, um, especially especially when you think about the last couple scenes. And, uh, and 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 what happened? Could DiCaprio have played Lincoln? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the other one. Right. It's funny. I'm I'm uh, like watching Daniel Plainview and comparing that to Lincoln. I'm just like, how did one man do both of those performances? <laughs> you know, it's just it's really just just jaw dropping. Mm-hmm. So I think so. Again, it really kind of depends how you answer a tough choice. If I if I'm just picking one, like you, have, I can only take one or the other. I think I'm taking DDL because I'm also thinking DDL is very choosy. And what if he wasn't so choosy? What if he was much more indiscriminate with his roles? What would we have seen him do? And I have to think, you know, he'd be amazing, quite frankly. I also have to say, in Gangs of New York, we had both of those actors. Yeah. At different time in DiCaprio. DiCaprio is just kind of coming on to the actor we're seeing him now. But to be honest, I mean, DDL owned, you know, DiCaprio. I mean, he owned everything. He won the Oscar that year, you know, for it. So. Um, was he nominated? Did he win? For I don't think he won. I think he was oh, nominated. nominated. Okay. All right. But thanks for the question, Tom. Uh, last one we're going to answer for this week. Uh, this is a fairly long one uh, from Michael. He writes, I watched Dark, Dark Phoenix on HBO over the weekend. I'm officially <laughs> done with this franchise, despite it now being in Marvel hands. X Men, the franchise, is a minus three in my see or don't see. If you're Kevin Faye, how would you fix this franchise? Ooh. While you're thinking about that, I'm going to start. Because obviously I've seen the question. I had some chances. I was going to say, I wish I had seen that one in advance. (laughs) Right. Fair (laughs) enough. So I think think X-Men needs to be a TV show. Like a Disney Plus TV show. Mm. For a couple of reasons. One is, so we've had seven X-Men movies. And so... So the strength of X-Men is they have a lot of mutants. They have a lot of different mutants that they can kind of you know, interchange you know, within the plot. There's no particular tired characters of the mutants itself, except except for two characters. I'll say three, actually. The two main ones, Magneto and Professor X, um, and then the third one being Mystique, who's been <laughs> overused in all these X-Men movies. Yeah. And, I think, and that character. And Wolverine. I should say four. Wolverine. I say, yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> Wolverine for sure. So... I think I think just putting another movie together. If you're if you have to figure out how to make the, the core of the X Men story, there's two cores of the X Men story. One is the mutant storyline; it's allegories to civil rights and gay rights and and various sorts of things. But the other one is is truly the relationship between Magneto and Professor X. It's not a typical villain hero relationship. You know, obviously they're best friends, and you know. Uh, Professor X is not a noble man all the time, and Magneto's not a, a villain all the time. Um, but 
they have to you marvel has to figure out a way how to keep that relationship fresh and i think the best way to do that is to a make a tv show so you can spread out the storyline over several hours and i think you also separate professor x and magneto out so you like you give professor x something to do like something totally separate of magneto you know like his own storyline his own plot or whatever and magneto's over here doing some something else together and then after like seven eight episodes you bring the two together and you have this epic it can be epic it can be not some battle you know some obviously i like i like where you're going with this did you ever did you ever watch justified on fx i have not no okay so there's there's two characters that are kind of like uh maybe like the the professor x and and magneto uh where raylan givens is which is played by, who's played by Timothy Oliphant is the uh, um, U.S. Marshal uh, yeah. that's from the uh, small town in Kentucky that the show's mostly set around. Uh, and he had this like childhood friend whose name is Boyd Crowder, played by Walton Goggins, who's like the criminal, uh, and they're kind of like two sides of the same coin kind of aspect and. Kind of similar to to um, relationship there, where it was mm-hmm. a, the TV series. Like they they their paths keep crossing, but it's not like an every episode kind of thing, right? Uh, right. But the the overall arc of their stories are kind of mirroring each other, and they always kind of keep crossing paths, and it's yeah. kind of like the ultimate on one side and the ultimate on the other, right. eventually um, having to be settled by the right. end of the series. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it's a TV show, you could still eventually make a movie out of it or cross it, cross it over with the Avengers. Um, I think it's probably near certainty one of the next Avenger movies, whatever it is, will be against the yeah, It'll be Avengers versus X-Men. I think that's I think you can kind of lock that in and that'll be amazing if however they figure a way for that to happen. What do you think about there are rumors going around that Denzel Washington is being was uh, being sought to be Magneto and Will Smith being sought to be Professor X, and that they would be, you know, the sons of the civil rights movement or the segregation, you know, uh, movement versus being, you know, uh, Eric Lencher uh, being the son of the, you know, the Holocaust. Basically, what do you what do you what do you think about I, that as a way to fresh make it fresh? I can't picture Denzel Washington doing a comic book superhero movie. <laughs> like I just can't. Nothing. Can, can, I can't. I just can't wrap my head around the. The reason why he might not. I think the reason why he might not is it might be too close to Malcolm X, which is a role he's sort of famous for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably the reason why he was kind of thought of as like, oh, he'd be an amazing Magneto. Uh, I think he would be an incredible Magneto. Again, I, 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 I'm sort of in your camp too. It's like, boy, how would that work? It just <laughs> you know, doesn't like, seem you... like. Yeah, I don't know. And again, is it too close to Mal- I mean, as long, as long as Denzel doesn't care about it, I don't think it'd be a big deal if he's because who's seen Malcolm X? You know, I mean, I know obviously, you know, people above a certain age have, but I mean, I don't think anybody under twenty five has, you know, unless they show in school. So that, I think that would be a couple things working against it. I don't need to see Will Smith as Professor X. Um, that's just I, no. I just don't, don't need it. Uh, there's plenty of other actors that would be just fine uh, in that role. Um, again, I think. You know, we've had this conversation before. I'm totally fine with changing origin stories as long as the dynamic is generally, you know, the same. Um, and 
you know, so if they if they're black instead of you know white, fine, do it. I mean, you know, they're this X Men. They're gonna make X Men movies for the next fifty years. You know, is it gonna be? Does it have to be the Ugh, same? <laughs> you know, I just so. I just had to. Oh, d- sorry, I, I I did a bad job with uh, coronavirus protocol. I put my hand on my face just now. Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, you said fifty years, and I just like that <laughs> hit me like a ton of bricks. We're gonna see eight more Dark Phoenix movies. Uh, you know, <laughs> just don't. So, so Michael, uh, Michael, Tom, Jared, Maria, uh, thank you so much uh, for the emails. Uh, the rest of you, we will we will open the mailbag uh, probably every week, or at least every recording uh, that we do going forward. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, so again, once again, if you have any, uh, if you want to contribute to the mailbag, email us at onstagebop at gmail.com. That's onstagebop at gmail.com. You can also tweet us any statements or questions. Uh, you can tweet me at greggy333. You can tweet the account at onstagebop. That's a Twitter handle. You can tweet Ken, uh, kenjones81. Also, you can leave a comment on our Facebook, on our Facebook page on screen. Uh, or I think that's about it. Uh, we don't have an Instagram, I don't think, right now. So no. uh, email or tweeting is the best way to get questions to us. Uh, Ken, what have you, uh, anything you have to plug? I am working on a list uh, uh, that will hopefully be going up tomorrow or Friday. As we're recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, it's the top ten people I think that are going to uh, rule the 2020s. Mm. in hollywood Ooh. so like the actors actresses and directors that uh are the up-and-comers uh that haven't you know have shown some promise but haven't exactly like made a name for themselves yet right so like the jennifer lawrence of the 2020s or the jessica chastain of the 2020s uh the yeah right the adam right. driver of the 2020s sure sure that, those that kind of thing so yeah, yeah. it's a well, I mean, you know, we're in the coronavirus. Everybody's <laughs> locked down. There's nothing new coming out in movies right. or or sports. So they're showing like old sports games, and <laughs> right. um, you know, everybody's you know looking at to the past. Let's do a little look to the future when eventually movies right. will start getting made again, and yeah, yeah, you know, look forward a little bit. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, I I also did want to say I I tweeted this last night. Um, so our numbers just came out for average number of downloads in the last, you know, in the last few weeks. Uh, our audience base has grown, uh, has grown significantly uh, oh. over the last six months. Uh, so we're adding more and more listeners every week, and we want to thank you so much for joining us. And uh, so we just want to talk movies and hope you'll part- participate in the discussion with us. And uh, so keep it coming. Please leave us five stars on uh, an Apple, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Five stars, five stars, please. Five stars. Right, so that wraps it up. Um, we'll be back next week, I think. Uh, we're working on, you know, it's funny. We had guest hosts planned for um, right. Mulan. So we had a guest host planned for Mulan. We had a guest host planned for Fast 9. Um, and unfortunately, that's all squandered. So we're still working on, uh, we're still working on guest, uh, I should say guest hosts, guests. Uh, guests to come on the podcast um, to, you know, again, talk about movies and different aspects, and uh, we'll work out the agenda as we speak. So stay tuned for any future news on that. All right, for Ken Jones, this is Greg Earhart. This is the Box Office Preview Podcast. Stay safe out, out there. 
If you're a state that's uh, under quarantine, stay at home, please stay at home. We'll be here and movies will be back before you know it. Adios.